We were talking just after nine about contract riders, and I was asked, what would I put in my contract rider? And I said, bugles. And then I noted that they are no longer sold in Canada. And apparently a lot of people have come to my rescue because they are still available, available at Dollarama. So I will hie myself to a Dollarama. But there are several brands and several products that are no longer being supplied to Canada from the United States. And the latest one was Kleenex. And I thought, how can you be, you know, how can Kleenex not be a profitable endeavor in Canada? But for whatever reason, they've decided they're not going to retail it in Canada anymore. David Soberman is a professor of marketing at the University of Toronto's Rotman School of Management and joins us now. Nice to have you, Professor. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so why are these uh, product lines disappearing from Canadian shelves? You'd think, you know, an audience of uh, 40 million was worthy. Yes, but I think the thing to remember is that brands like Kleenex are fighting in a pretty tough retail environment where our retailers have a lot of power and a lot of ability to demand listing allowances and also to demand very attractive wholesale prices. And unless you are the biggest brand in a category or growing quickly, your ability to negotiate with those retailers is limited, and that affects your profitability in a bad way. Some people have offered that the requirement of bilingual packaging is an inhibitor, is it? Well, I think there are a number of things that can make the Canadian market a more expensive market to operate in. One of them is a lower density of population. Uh, second, which is sort of related to that, has to do with the distances that one needs to uh, travel and transport a product in order for it, for it to be available nationally. And a third might be the fact that the packaging uh, needs to be bilingual. So if you are producing it in a U.S. plant, you need to sort of stop the machines, put in the Canadian packaging, and then run the Canadian product and have a sort of a separate um, what's called an SKU number for that product and ship it separately. Now, as I said before, if your volumes are high enough, that's probably less important than the longer distances and the low density of population. But all of these things contribute to making the Canadian market a more difficult sell for brands that are coming up from the United States. Some people who are more negatively inclined will argue that the you know disappearance of some products from Canada is just more evidence that we're a crappy place to do business. Is that the case? Well, I think uh, the interesting uh, perspective that I can give on that is that depending on the business and depending on the offer, Canada can also be a very attractive place to do business. So there are certainly organizations in Canada, such as Canadian Tire, Tim Hortons, Costco, that are thriving. So you have to always balance the negatives with the positives. That being said, I think the retail environment has been a, a tough place. So we've had a lot of retail exits. And uh, what we're talking about in this conversation is the challenge that manufacturers have. But one of the things to remember is that the retailing environment that we're dealing with is actually linked to how attractive the Canadian market is for manufacturers. And I think when you have a high, high level of 
retail concentration, that makes it more difficult for manufacturers. And our retail markets are more highly concentrated than they are in the US, which means that they can put more pressure on manufacturers and make life more difficult for them. Thanks for this. Good to have you this morning. No problem. It was my pleasure. David Soberman is a professor of marketing at the U of T at the Rotman School.